Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beat the House with your host here, Justin Everett, a.k.a. Smooth underscore 702. You can find me on Twitter, also known as X now, thanks to Elon Musk. But got another great show to end the week for you guys for Friday here. Um, quickly coming up, you know, uh, Saturday we have the college football official week one. Uh, going to recap, you know, the college football for Thursday night as well as, you know, a quick MLB recap for Thursday. Wasn't a lot of baseball to be played, but, you know, uh, some exciting series getting underway, you know, for the weekend. And I want to share some thoughts on a couple of games, a couple of series going on in Major League Baseball, as well as a, a Major League Baseball best bet for the Friday card. Um, you know, but, you know, we have a, you know, with uh, college football getting started up and NFL Getting started up next week, you know we've got a a lot of more a lot more picks coming, you know, on the show, you know, for beat the house, you know, for a while there, it's you know mainly been featured with a uh, a lot of major league baseball talk and a lot of you know uh, future bets, you know, for college football as well as NFL. But you know now that you know football season is here, you know we'll have a, a lot more you know picks given out on the show. With between college football, NFL, and still grinding out, you know, the rest of the regular season in Major League Baseball with the uh, uh, playoff uh, postseason baseball coming up in October as well. So, um, you know, like I've stated before, you know, make sure that you're tuning in and subscribing, following the show. Um, I'm going to be in the uh, Circa Millions uh, contest here out in Vegas. So, um, you know, picks, you know, I, I plan to give out, you know, picks for that, you know, contest either for the Wednesday show. And if it gets a little bit more serious, um, you know, uh, with the real shot at, at winning this thing or coming close to winning this thing, you know, probably will move, you know, picks given out for the NFL card, you know, on the Friday show or, you know, might have to include a, a, sh- a Saturday show after the deadline here. But, you know, as scheduled right now, you know, picks will be given out uh, for NFL, you know, for the NFL cards on the Wednesday show, as well as, you know, three to five college football picks given out on the uh, Wednesday or Friday show as well. So uh, just make sure you guys stay tuned. It's going to be jam packed, you know, covering, you know, the major sports going on. And, you know, before we know it, um, you know, it, the NBA season will be kicking off in October as they, uh, you know, training camp is right around the corner, you know, for them. So uh, before we get into the show here, uh, just a quick reminder, if you haven't already, if you like me, you've been following the show, you know, for some time now. I forgot to mention on our last show, it was another milestone, our 25th episode here, Beat the House. Uh show is quickly, uh, quickly growing, you know, pretty fast, doing pretty good numbers here. So just going to continue to keep, you know, uh, Keep grinding and keep, you know, uh, trying to give out free, you know, winning plays on a day to day basis. We have three shows a week. So, uh, you know, if you haven't already, you know, make sure that you head over to Apple or Spotify and make sure you uh, rate, review, subscribe, download and share the show. And you know, like I stated before here, beat the house. You know, we try to give you a, a unique handicapping perspective that you're not going to get anywhere else. You know, we have, uh, a lot of different ways that we incorporate that I incorporate in handicapping when we're talking about, you know, uh, paying attention to the respected money, you know, line movement, uh, the, the importance of uh, betting splits, 
uh, trends and systems uh, being incorporated, you know, when I see fit and, you know, pr- the predictive stats and putting in, putting them in their proper context, you know, to analyze, you know, the teams and situations that they're coming into where we're trying to uh, turn a uh, turn a ed- find an edge, turn a profit and uh, give out some free winning plays and have some fun and, and make some money and, and learn a little bit, you know, while we're going along the way. So. Uh, with that out the way, let's quickly get into, you know, the show here. A quick, you know, recap for uh, Thursday night in college football. If you were following the show, going back to Wednesday, uh, we were on Nebraska plus seven over Minnesota, and they were able to get the cover, did not win the game there as they lost 10 to 13. Uh, if you're watching that game, uh, you could have, you know, had two opinions of this game. Uh, Nebraska, you know, they were, you know, pretty much in control of the game for majority of it. Um, had some really, uh, op- some really good opportunities to, to, to win the game there, but uh, the turnover margin they lost there at four to one. Uh, the quarterback for Nebraska, Jeff Sims, transfer over from Georgia Tech through three picks himself. Uh, one that really hurt them uh, before the half. Uh, throwing a pick inside the five yard line when they had a chance to at least come out of that situation with at least a field goal, uh, potentially a touchdown, but they come, they come away with nothing. And then another, the other crucial turnover was when they got the ball back with about, uh, four to five minutes left in the game and they were moving the ball pretty well to run the clock out and, you know, put a, you know, and in the game that way by being physical and, you know, running the ball as they were, Pretty effective and efficient running the ball all game, but uh, they were able to fumble it. Uh, Minnesota recovers it, goes down and scores the uh, game tying touchdown and makes the extra point to tie it up. And then, uh, you know, uh, Jeffrey Sims throws another interception on the next drive, and Minnesota marches down and gets the game winning field goal there as time expires. So, um, you know, like I said, you know, good teams. Win, great teams cover. Um, could be fortunate to get the win there uh, with Nebraska, you know, getting getting seven points as they were minus three in the tur- turnover uh, differential. But, you know, just seeing how they played in that game, uh, they probably outgained Minnesota, you know, without, you know, uh, knowing or looking at the stats off the top of my head. But just watching the game, you know, they probably outgained Minnesota. Uh, but, you know, the turnover margin was a big, uh, the di- the difference maker in that game there, but we got the win, got the cover, and it's been a solid, you know, uh, opening up with picks on the show here for college football. So let's look to keep that going. You know, another, um, you know, big time game on Thursday night, uh, Utah, uh, over Florida. Utah gets the win as six point favorites, uh, winning 24 to 11. And there was a lot of news for this matchup as, uh, the starting quarterback, you know, for Utah. Over the last few years, Cam Rising, you know, uh, he was a, you know, leading up to kickoff or a few hours before kickoff, he was, you know, ruled out. You know, there was some talk that he could potentially, you know, try to be available to play here, but he wasn't. And Utah goes quarterback by committee and give a lot of credit to Utah and probably one of the best uh, head coaches in college football. And Kyle Whittingham had his team super prepared and ready to play Florida as they really didn't give up anything, only 11 points. Uh, transfer quarterback from Wisconsin for Florida, Graham Mertz. 
um, looked terrible. That offense looked terrible. Um, and Utah just continues to look like Utah over the last few years. They go really under, you know, fly really under the radar in the Pac-12, you know, with USC, Oregon, Washington over the last couple of years, getting the majority of the attention. But whenever you look up at the end of the season, Utah is already always in the mix, you know, for the Pac-12, you know, championship. So uh, credit to Utah. Uh, there was also a lot of movement on the total here, opened up as high as 54, 55, uh, 54 and a half between 55, closes as low as 44 and a half to 44, stays well under the total there at just, you know, 35 points. So, uh, you know, those were the two big, you know, uh, marquee games, you know, on the card, but there were some other good ones, you know, that, uh, was given out that cashed as well. But you know, let's quickly move over to MLB real quick. And then we'll move back to college football and talk about, you know, the uh, the best bets that we have for the Saturday card. But just a, wit, a quick recap for the Thursday night in the on the diamonds in Major League Baseball. Not that many games, about four or five games or so. But, you know, the Braves and Dodgers, they kicked off a, you know, a really, you know, high scoring and entertaining game there. Uh, with Spencer Strider going up against Lance Lynn uh, Strider. Uh, second best odds in the NL to win the Cy Young. You know, he's cruising along and having a really dominant performance until Mookie Betts, you know, hit his second home run of the, of the game off of him. You know, he ended up giving up four runs, had nine strikeouts. So decent performance, you know, not the uh, the typical performance that we were probably looking for to, you know, uh, make him the uh, odds on favorite for the Cy Young. But he still has the second best odds with maybe a, a start or two left in the season there. So, you know, hopefully he can uh, cat, uh, come through in a big way for us there to, to take the lead as the Cy Young winner. Um, but these are the two best teams in the National League. You know, I wouldn't be don't be surprised if they are the teams, you know, that meet up in the NLCS uh, to decide who goes and competes for the World Series title. You know, Ronald Acuna Jr. also made some history in this game by uh, hitting a grand slam and becoming the first player in Major League Baseball history to have a season where he hits, you know, 30 home runs or more and 60 stolen bases or more. So uh, Mookie Betts, like I said before, he hit two home runs in this game. Austin Riley, Michael Harris also went deep. So a lot of star power in this uh, in this series from both teams. You know, Lance Lynn, you know, uh, he had a really uh, terrible, you know, season outside of having a high strikeout percentage with the White Sox. But ever since he's been with the Dodgers, he's been lights out. But that was not the case in this start against the Braves as, you know, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. got it, you know, started with his grand slam off of Lance Lynn. But then, you know, Michael Harris, Austin Riley also chipped in, you know, with some home run shots. So uh, this will be a fun and exciting, you know, series to follow. And look to you know try to get some betting angles, some handicapping angles out of this series as they you know uh, continue the series through uh, Sunday, I believe. But you know the other bit of news that came out of Thursday night, you know, were my New York Yankees. You know they finally won a series. You know uh, first win, uh, first first time winning a series dating back, I think since May. Um, but the biggest news came from you know the call ups that they made that would be that are going to be available you know, for Friday night against the Astros here is that uh they're going to, you know, play the kids. You know, as we turn over, you know, uh, to the a new month in September, you know, rosters expand 
in Major League Baseball. And with that being said, you know, the Yankees are calling up, you know, uh, Jason Dominguez and Austin Wells, you know, two of their top prospects in their farm system to join the rest of the kids and Anthony Volpe, who's, you know, having a, a great season ever since, you know, he made some adjustments with his, you know, chicken Parmesan dinner with uh, uh, AAA teammate Austin Wells there. Uh, they'll be joining, you know, Oswald Peraza and Everson Pereira. So with these guys here in the lineup, it's a shot in the, in the arm, you know, for the franchise with some some young uh, some young guys that have been, you know, really killing it in, you know, double A and triple A. So hopefully, you know, it's not as a Yankee fan, it's not too little too late by bringing up these guys and, you know, they can, you know, try to hit the ground running and, you know, bring some uh, some pop into the offense, you know, with guys like uh, DJ LeMay, who looks like he's found his swing, you know, Aaron Judge um, and Glaber Torres. You know, hopefully, you know, the rest of these guys can uh, contribute and, you know, make their final push for a, a playoff spot, you know, with about 23, 25 games left in the regular season. So, you know, let's quickly, you know, uh, get into the MLB best bet, you know, for, you know, the first of September here. You're going to go to the Mets and Mariners uh, series as they're open up their series game one here. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to look to play the Mets at plus 110. Currently, 80% of the tickets, 83% of the money coming in on Seattle. But there's been some early consistent line movement going towards the Mets. And this is the last series, you know, for the Mets where they're going to be playing a, a pretty, you know, high level competitive team that's going to the playoffs. You know, that has a shot at winning the, uh, um, you know, the American League here. So I think they'll be, you know, pretty motivated and pretty pumped up in New York, you know, to play a team like this. And the Mets, you know, I mean, the the Mariners, you know, they've been, you know, one of the hottest teams in baseball with the Dodgers here. Um, I think, you know, the public is all over them here with the tickets and the money. So I think it's a good shot and a good, you know, chance to go against them here as Kota Asinga uh, will get the start for the Mets going up against Logan Gilbert. And for Singa in 75 innings at home, he has a 264 ERA with a 259 weighted on base average. And Logan Gilbert, he's been pretty good as well. 83 innings on the road. He has a 347 ERA, 284 weighted on base average. A big advantage for Singer here. He has a 19% uh, strikeout to walk percentage. He'll be going up against the Mariners offense. It's been pretty good, but they've still been striking out at a very high level. They have the ninth highest strikeout over the last, you know, 25 games uh, with 24% there. So, uh, with that fork ball that Singer likes to throw and mix his pitches in with it, I think he'll have an opportunity to keep the bats quiet enough for the Mets to get a um, a win here, here a win here, and uh, you know go, we're going to go against the public and back the Mets at plus uh, one ten to get the win here. Uh, so let's move over to a few games that I have for the college football card. Uh, officially, week one getting started here. And, you know, first game on the card, going to go to the Northern Illinois and Boston College matchup. And we're going to play Northern Illinois plus eight and a half right now. Currently getting 30% of the tickets, 76% of the money. A consistent line movement all week has been coming in on Northern Illinois. Um, Boston College, you know, they've only, when they've matched up, you know, the last two or three times or so, um, Boston College has won, you know, two games, but
but they won by three points each. And, you know, with both teams only winning three games last year, you know, I don't think that Boston College should be, you know, as uh, as big a favorite as they are, you know, laying more uh, than a touchdown here. So I'm going to play Northern Illinois. You know, I like the spot that they're in. It's a super uh, – it's a, it's a good bet and a good spot to play against the public and, you know, some reverse line movement here with, you know, majority of the tickets coming in on Boston College, but majority of the money coming in on Northern Illinois and moving in their direction. So we're going to play Northern Illinois to get uh, with the points here at plus eight and a half. Uh, second, you know, game on the card, this may be the my best bet out of, you know, the – out of these three games that I have. And we're going to go to the Fresno State and Purdue matchup. And I'm going to take Fresno State plus three and a half over Purdue currently. 24% of the tickets, 38% of the money coming in on the Bulldogs and consistent line movement coming in on Fresno State as well as they open up as anywhere from five and a half to six and a half point underdogs and has moved down to three and a half. Now, that's a pretty key number to get in football, you know, getting, you know, the hook on the field goal there. Uh, but I think, you know, some uh, key factors in the matchup here, um, Aiden O'Connell, who was, you know, the starting quarterback for Purdue over the last few years. And if you've been following the preseason with the Las Vegas Raiders, he's been one of the best quarterbacks, you know, in the NFL preseason. And, you know, with Aiden O'Connell going from Purdue as well as, you know, the head coach, going from Purdue. I think that's a big loss, you know, for Purdue. Uh, Fresno State, they're also, you know, going to, you know, be without uh, a lot of key guys from last year. But I think this will be a bigger loss for Purdue here, you know, losing the quarterback like Aiden O'Connell and the type of, you know, high-level offensive-minded coach, you know, that Purdue had here. So I think this will be a struggle for Purdue. I like Fresno State getting the hook on the field goal and majority of the public is back in Purdue. Um, give me Fresno State and the Bulldogs. I think they're live to win this one outright. So well, we'll just play it safe right now and I'll take the points. So uh, let's head over to the uh, you know last game on the card here that I have for Saturday. And I think this could be end up being the upset of the week coming out of the top 25. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Boise State uh, getting 14 over with uh, over Washington, currently 20 percent of the tickets. 28% of the money uh, coming in on Boise State uh, with some consistent line movement going towards Boise State here. Um, Washington, you know, they, uh, a lot of people have picked them to, to win the Pac-12. They had a lot of, you know, skill position players returning as well as their starting quarterback, you know, from the last couple of seasons and Michael Phoenix coming back. But I think a big disadvantage that they have up front on the offensive line is that they only have a total of 36 career starts coming back on that O-line, which ranks 121st in the country out of just 133 uh, collegiate teams, I believe. So I think that's something that Boise State can really take advantage of, you know, up front with their defense, with blitzes or different type of uh, uh, blitz packages, coverages, schemes, and just disguising their overall defense to confuse uh, the offensive line up front with their protection packages uh, for Washington. So, you know, I like Boise State. You know, these two teams have played a little bit, uh, matched up a little bit uh, with each other over the, you know, handful of years or so. So 
Um, you know, starting out, you know, a, a new year, week one, you know, offensive line, they need continuity and, and just having, you know, 36 total starts on the line up front there. I think there'll, you know, be a lot of missed blocks, a lot of missed assignments, a lot of, you know, uh, miscommunication that, uh, Boise State, you know, should be able to take advantage of and stay within this number. So, um, you know, that's going to, you know, wrap up the card that I have for, uh, Saturday for college football. Uh, there's also a, a few plays that I'm got my eyes on and keeping my eyes on for, you know, Sunday and Monday's matchups. But you know, I'll be able to get into those, you know, let, uh, you know, next week on the show here on Monday. But, you know, that'll wrap up the show for, uh, you know, the show for uh, for Friday, guys. You know, we're going to end the month here, you know, pretty strong. Another profitable winning month in August, you know, in 57 percent in Major League Baseball. Uh, only two picks so far in college football, but we're undefeated 2-0. We like to keep that going. So uh, with that being said, I wish you guys best of luck. And if you haven't already, like I said before, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download, share this up on Apple and Spotify. And I will catch up with you guys next week on Monday.